this week's episode of Newsy Jacuzzi. A whirlpool of news and information from around the world, of course. I'm your host, Lila Shankar Prickett. And I'm Lindy Prickett. My mama. This week on Newsy Jacuzzi, we'll jump into the ring of the U.S. presidential election and find out why it matters. We'll hear how the famous McDonald's is embracing the recycling cup culture in Britain. About the Spanish athlete who takes being a good sport to a higher level. And move over, Mighty Mouse. We'll hear about a hero rat that's saving lives. Well, the news is bubbling away, so let's jump on in. First up we have... The presidential election is heating up in America. Wait, what was that? Oh, ah, ah, that doesn't sound really pleasant. Yep, basically an election is a bit like boxing. There's a lot of punching and jabbing, not with hands, but with words. There's a lot of mess and you're never entirely sure who's going to win till the very end. That doesn't really sound really pleasant to me. Actually, it's not, but that's the beauty and the curse of the system. Everyone shouts out their views, but in the words of the most famous ever British Prime Minister Winston Churchill, Democracy is the worst form of government, except for all those other forms that have been tried. Now, what is democracy? Everyone gets a vote. To elect their leaders. Yes, and that's important because our leaders decide the rules, like how kids will be educated, what textbooks they'll read, how much money should be spent repairing roads, and what countries you want to be best buddies with, whether or not you go to war. So it's pretty important for you to vote for your leaders. So true, and if you don't vote, you shouldn't really complain about how things are being run. Now, as we said, the big election at the moment is in America, and because it's a pretty powerful country, the whole world is watching. The boxing match. (laughs) Yes, so we better make sure everyone knows who's in the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, for the Republican Party of America, we have the mega MAGA Donald Trump, who's the current president of America and hoping to be re-elected for another term. And in the other corner, we have the former vice president of America, the Democratic candidate, Jolly Joe Biden. So Donald Trump is the one in all red and Biden is the one in blue. Yes, and they're wearing colors of their political parties, red for the Republicans and blue for the Democrats. Wait, is that an elephant on Trump's shorts? Yep, political parties have colors and symbols. Like football teams. Exactly. We humans like our symbols. But did you know it stems from helping people who can't read be able to select the party they want to vote for on the ballot? Ah, that still happens in India sometimes, right? That's right. So in this election, Trump is a Republican and they are the elephants. Oh, very grand. Wait, the Democrats are donkeys? I know. Actually, there's a pretty funny story behind how they got those names, but we're going to save that for another time. Now, the latest news is that both candidates just finished a debate on live TV. And you know what a debate is, right? An argument where no one shouts. In theory. 
where you take turns arguing your point. Right. Many points, as it happens, for this debate. And it's on TV so that voters can watch and know what the candidates believe in. And that's really important. Like, would you vote for a candidate just because you like the way they look or because you like what they think? What they think. But you have to know what that is, don't you? It's like sometimes, have you ever had a friend tell you how much they love one pizza restaurant and they say it's the best and you totally agree until another friend tells you about another even better place? Then you get both sides, right? Well, that's what a debate is. Both people put forward their argument. Ah, but we don't have that here in India for the prime minister. No, and in the UK, they only started doing them 10 years ago. Part of the reason is the public in India and the UK don't actually vote on the leader of their country, the prime minister. Wow. I know. The leader is decided by whichever political party gets the most votes, and then it gets to choose who the prime minister will be. That doesn't seem fair. Well, some people think it's crazy that the leadership election hogs the limelight when you should be caring more about your local lawmakers who might actually impact your life more. But it's debatable. Like everything. Absolutely. But that's the beauty. And the curse. Of democracy. Okay, all this politics is making me hungry. Ah, then our next story, just the mere mention of the name might make you even hungrier. Next. Hiya, what can I get you today? McDonald's. I'm sure you've all heard of them. Personally, I'm a Chicken McNuggets and an Oreo Cookie McFlurry fan myself. I just like the fries. (laughs) But enough of our menu choices. This is actually an environment story. Yep, McDonald's is going green. Ish. (laughs) At least they're entering the fight against single-use plastics. And that means using a plastic bottle or cup only once and then throwing it away. Bad move. And believe it or not, most plastic isn't recyclable. It's been a 30-year scam to make us think it is. But back to Mickey D's. Okay, go ahead. In the UK, when it comes to their coffee cups, they're saying goodbye to recycling and hello to reusing. As our reporter Jackson Hosking is about to tell us. Thanks, Dealer. For the record, I'm a large fries, plain hamburger with bacon and a Malteser McFlurry fan. As you well know, at McDonald's, you can either eat in or take away. Well, here in the UK, soon, there'll be a bring back option too. Early next year, McDonald's plans to introduce reusable coffee and hot drink cups at their outlets in the United Kingdom. The idea is the customers pay a deposit on a reusable cup and a lid. A deposit is a small amount of money that they get back when they return the cup. McDonald's has partnered with another company called Loop to help collect and clean the cup. It's a bit like when you go to a regular restaurant and the knives and forks go back into the kitchen and get cleaned before being used again. You might not know this, but inside many disposable paper cups is a thin layer of plastic to stop the liquid seeping through. And because paper and plastic need to be separated before recycling, those disposable cups are often rejected by recycling plants. Apparently these new cups can not only be recycled, but they can be cleaned and reused about 100 times. And here's another very clever idea, Customers can either return their cup to the same McDonald's restaurant or take it with them and drop it in a loop bin closer to home. If the reuse idea is successful, McDonald's may try it with other food and drink packaging too. Maybe other fast food chains will be encouraged to do the same. What do you think, Leela? Well, I think if that happens, that would make one mighty large loop. 
Thanks for that report, Jackson. And now it's time for... I'll be ready to play ball! News. This is a story that's going to make you smile. Recently, there was a race in Spain. It was a triathlon. One of those crazy hard races where you first have to swim, then ride a bike, then run. It's so difficult. <laughs> but listen to what happened to two of the athletes, James from England and Diego from Spain, in the final section of the race. That would be the running part. Let's go to our reporter in Spain, Nina Granjena. Take it away, Nina. Thanks, Leila. And like you said, that was a hard race. Let me describe what happened. James was about 100 meters away from the finish line. He was going to win third place, but he accidentally missed the turn. He made a mistake and turned right instead of left. Then he crashed into a fence. <sighs> now the guy behind James, named Diego, did not make the same mistake and continued on toward the finish line. He passed James and now he was going to win third place. But just before he crossed the finish line, Diego stopped. He stopped and let James catch up again and cross the finish line before him. After the race, Diego said it was only fair because for real, James was ahead of him and he just made a mistake. The judges thought it was so nice of Diego, they gave him an honorary trophy and third place prize. Well, that was a great example of being a good sport. This is Nina Granena in Barcelona. Back to you, Lila. Thanks a lot, Nina. And the moral of the story is to look where you're going in a race. <clears throat> Just kidding. The moral is being a good sport has its own reward. Which is? It makes you feel good. Oh, nice. Hello, hello, hello. What's that? I'll tell you what. That's the halftime bell, which means it's time to hear what's making news around the rest of the world. Hold on tight. It's Around, around the, the World, world in 80, 80 Seconds. seconds. Whoa, hold U.S. President Trump has nominated a replacement for Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the Supreme Court. Amy Coney Barrett is an appeals court judge in Chicago, whose views on society are very different from the ones Ginsburg champion. Her nomination is likely to be approved by the Senate, even though the Democrats want to wait till after the election. It's a grim moment in the coronavirus pandemic as a million people have now died from COVID-19 all over the world. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson says the pandemic has reached a perilous or dangerous turning point in Britain, calling for a fresh set of restrictions for the next six months. Wildlife documentary icon Sir David Attenborough breaks Instagram records as the fastest account to reach a million followers in just 44 minutes. The 94-year-old has decided to embrace social media with his first post saying, saving our planet is now a communications challenge. And move over mummies. Archaeologists in Egypt have discovered 27 ancient coffins near one of the world's oldest pyramids. The wooden coffins are beautifully covered in ancient Egyptian writing called hieroglyphics and haven't been opened since they were buried more than 2,500 years ago. Woo! 
Thank you very much for that wrap around the world. And now... Now it's the ace part of our podcast. That stands for... Art, culture and entertainment. Darling. Darling. We get to talk about us. Okay, not just us. But today is International Podcast Day, and if ever there were an international podcast, surely it's us. I mean, we had Jackson in England, Nina in Spain, and we are in India. I think International Podcast Day is about celebrating all podcasts, not just the international ones. Right, Mama? Right, Mama? (laughs) Okay, okay. But if we celebrated them all, we'd be here for hours. I mean, there are tons of podcasts. And the ones that we like, we'd still be here so long because you and I are probably two of the biggest podcast fans around. I am a totally podcast nerd. Okay, so why don't you share some of your favorites? I got you. Go on, share some favorites. You know, um... Okay, you see, as we have mentioned before, Leela gets a little protective about the podcast she listens to, like a child who won't share a toy for fear of... fear of what exactly? Why don't you want to share the joys of Wow in the World, the Alien Adventures of Finn, Caspian, of Smash Boom, Best, Eleanor Amplified, Fast and the Curious, Circle Around. Okay, okay, stop tickling me. <laughs> but why? Why don't you want anyone to know? Because I think they're mine and nobody else's. I mean, nobody else is listening to it right then. Oh, well, that's a good point. I suppose that is the intimacy of podcasts and radios, right? It's just so personal. And like a book, you can imagine it all in your head. What they look like, what they're doing, where that's, they're going. That's especially true for storytelling podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but unlike a book, you can be doing something else at the same time. I work on my comic book, coloring, doing my chores. Yep, and I cook, clean, drive. Yep, I love the multitasking aspect of podcasts. And it's all screen free, so you can give your eyes a rest while being informed. For instance, you know, for every single story we've done in this week, episode of Newsy Jacuzzi, we could recommend a complimentary podcast that we like easily. Yeah, that could take a while. (laughs) Yes, that's true. But let me just give you two examples then. Okay. Well, the November 3rd U.S. presidential election was our big story of the week. And since we're talking about debates, one of your favorite podcasts, go on, let's share this one. It's a debating show called... Oh, all right. Smash Boom Best. (laughs) And what happens in that? Okay, so there are two people who take on topics to see which is better, like tacos versus pizza, cats versus dogs, swimming versus soccer. It's so good. I love it. Also, I'd say try the Curious Kids series on U.S. Presidents. That's another parent-child podcast team. Oh, yeah, Olivia and her dad. Yep, they explore all sorts of general topics. From allergies to pianos, the history of books. And a whole series on each of America's past presidents. Super insightful. And for our McDonald's story about recycling and reuse, well, I'd highly recommend an episode called Why Have We Been Recycling for 30 Years from one of my favorite podcasts, Planet Money. They bust wide open the myth that plastic is recyclable. And there are so many science podcasts for kids, too. Would you like to share some? Come on, give a shout out. Okay. Well, I'll tell y'all listening a secret. You can go to our website and find her favorites listed there. You have not. (laughs) No, no, I'm just kidding. Not really. But I will say in honor of International Podcast Day, we have finally agreed to give in and set up a Facebook community page where we can share the stories we cover and chat about the ones coming up. You're not going to be on your phone all day, are you, Mama? Fair question. 
only during working hours, I promise. Because a lot of listeners have said they want to be part of what Newsy Jacuzzi is doing, bringing fun and engaging stories from around the world. Sometimes the tough ones do. Yep, and breaking them down, making them understandable to kids, and even engaging for grown-ups. And fun. Yes, fun too. And Friday. Excuse me? Well, we like to use a wide variety of sound effects. Yes, but only where necessary. Oh, Leela. <clears throat> Stop, okay? I'm in charge of the sound effects, okay? Who said it was a sound effect? Oh, gross. Time to move on. <laughs> step right up. Step, step right, right up. up. Step right up. I'm going to the lucky dip machine. The lucky dip machine. What's it going to be today, eh? An oddball, no doubt. An oddball, no doubt. over mighty mouse this story is about a hero rat but first mama you're gonna have to explain a few things please sure what you got well first what's a landmine oh crikey that's a serious question well it's a bomb or explosive that's hidden in grass or under the ground usually meant to be used against enemy tanks rolling into an area during wars? Yes, but the problem is they're hidden so well that people easily forget where they are even after the war. Aha, uh -huh, okay, got it. That explains this oddball then. A rat that's received a golden medal for bravery. What? Over the past five years, a large rat called Magawa has saved hundreds of lives, sniffing out landmines in Cambodia. Oh, Cambodia. Not far away from us here in India, then. That's a country that was torn apart by civil war. That's when people within the same country fight each other. But that war ended almost 50 years ago, Leela. Well, that's the thing, Mama. I've been told there are still loads of leftover explosives that can be anywhere, even parks and playgrounds. Oh, God, that's crazy, isn't it? I don't even like to imagine that. Well, then you're not going to like this nugget of news. Over 60 million people live in fear of landmines and old explosives from past wars. And without any warning, poof. 60 million? That's practically like everyone in the UK. But enter a troop of African giant pouched rats to save the day. They have superior sniffing skills to identify the chemicals in landmines. So they're better at finding them than basic metal detectors that have to be held by a human. I would not want that job. No way. And they beep at any old piece of metal, which might even not be a bomb. The rodents, however are easy to train. And they're so light, they don't even set off the explosives even if they mistakenly crawl across one. Hooray for the African giant pouched rats. <laughs> That's a big name. Mm. And the best of all is six-year-old Magawa, who sniffed out, what was it? Oh, yes, about 67 explosives in Cambodia. Woo, that's impressive. Oh, yes, it is. That's why she's the first rat to ever receive a medal from the British animal charity, the PDSA. I can see why. Although, I'm not really sure what a rat will do with a gold medal. <laughs> I know. Well, I'd like to say that this will make me look at rodents a bit differently with, you know, more respect. But I'd be lying. <sighs> <laughs> And it's time to wrap up the podcast with the, the top, top five facts heard today. today. Fab fact number one. 
political parties often have colors and symbols. In the U.S., the Republican Party color is red, and the symbol is an elephant. Fab fact number two. But the U.S. Democrat Party color is blue, and their symbol is a donkey. <laughs> Fab fact number three. Paper cups used for hot drinks are actually lined with a thin layer of plastic. To prevent them from leaking, but this plastic is hard to pull away from the paper, making recycling them so difficult it rarely happens. Fab fact number four: A triathlon is a very long race that consists of swimming, cycling, and running over various distances. Fab fact number five. <laughs> Over 60 million people in the world live in fear of landmines and old explosives left behind from past wars going off or exploding. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Newsy Jacuzzi. Before we go, we want to say a few shout-outs to our English listeners today, especially those who've taken the time to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. First, there was nine-year-old Jude, who says this was fun but also educational. Good sound effects plus a killer script. Love it. Hope for more. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah. And from fancy that. That's a pretty fancy handle. Fancy that says. This is a perfect podcast for kids and adults of all ages. Fabulous diversity of stories, so much learning wrapped in so much fun and deft production. Deft? Ah, that means quick and clever. Ooh. <laughs> well, if you enjoyed this dip in the whirlpool of news and information, then do subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcast. Spotify, Alexa, or wherever you get your podcast. While you're at it, give us a good rating. Come on, or better still, leave us a review, and we'll read it out loud too. And if you want to get in touch, drop an email to contactnewsyjacuzzi.com. See you next week in the Newsy Jacuzzi. Woo! <laughs>